This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. Today's episode is brought to you by Sexy Short Stories. Link in the description for your quick and mischievous stories. Welcome to my friend's erotic stories podcast, Reddit's best erotica, where we listen to the best erotica from our friends online. Relax as you spice up your day-to-day lives with a little bit of naughtiness. Our girl of the story, Viking Barbie. Check her Instagram linked below while listening to the story. If you want to be the next girl of the story, check out the link below. The next story is posted by user Scylla Karuna from r slash erotica. The title of this post is Transylvanian Concubine. Sit back and enjoy the story. Olsbeta woke up, as she did every night, in her coffin. She lay there, staring at the wood ceiling, and waited. Her wrists and ankles shackled. She had no choice but to wait for the count or another of his servants to arrive and release her for the evening. Olsbeta silently prayed the count or his servant Ivan would free her. The Count and Ivan both enjoyed roughly using one of her holes as soon as she was unchained. But this was expected treatment for the sort of degraded creature she had become. On the other hand, the other brides were especially cruel. Often they would whip her, laughing as they forced her to use her tongue to pleasure them or to clean the dirt and dust off their cold, dead feet. This was when they didn't have a more creative humiliation to subject her to. It was their right, of course. Olsbeta was the youngest of the Count's three brides, which gave them power over her, a slave even to her fellow slaves. Even worse would be one of the foul, rat creatures that served the Count. Hairless, pointy-eared half-human creatures, with soulless black eyes and sharp teeth. They seemed to enjoy nothing more than tormenting Olsbeta whenever given a chance. In her sleep she was tormented by memories of their clawed hands and strange mouths on her body. This was not the life, or rather unlife, that Olsbeta had expected. When she had first met the Count, she was a young, beautiful Romanian princess touring the lands neighboring her own. The Count, his charm, his sophistication, his sexual prowess had swept her away. They had begun an affair that was like noting she had ever experienced in her young life. Her servants had tried to warn her about him and had tried to convince her that he was some sort of folk devil but she had laughed them off. Of course, they were right. The Count revealed to his lover that he was a vampire. He told her he had lived for centuries and had never met a woman like Alsbeta. He promised to love her forever, to give her power she had never even dreamed of. And Alsbeta, of course, agreed to become his bride. The Count had not mentioned several things about what it meant to be his bride. He had not mentioned she would be chained in a coffin when not being used by him or by one of his guests or servants. He had not mentioned he had to other brides, who she would be subservient to. But most of all, he had not mentioned the constant hunger or how she would sate it. Despite all this, she loved him and would still do anything to gain his approval or attention. If she was to be a plaything, she was happy to be his plaything. The sound of rattling above her meant someone had arrived to free her for the night. Olsbeta sighed with relief as the upper portion of her coffin lid creaked open and she saw the crooked face of the Count's servant Ivan. Ivan grinned with his remaining teeth at her. Good evening, whore. Good evening, sir. Is there any way I can use my body to pleasure you? 
Alsbetta was required to offer herself to any of the other denizens of the castle when they greeted her for the first time each night. If she did not, she would be beaten. Frequent beatings meant Alsbetta never forgot or refused anymore. She loathed Ivan, was disgusted by his touch, but she had to offer himself to him regardless. Luckily, she didn't have to feign arousal, as Ivan took delight in how much he repulsed her. No whore. The master is hosting friends tonight. He plans to use you as a party favor. This was frequent for Alsbetta. The count often loaned her to associates of his as a reward for service or as part of an ongoing bargaining process he was involved in. Alsbetta had slept with three men before she became the counts. She now often slept with more than that in a given night. She waited for Ivan to release her. She was surprised instead when Ivan produced the items from his filthy jacket, a silk blindfold and a metal ring with a leather strap attached to either side of it. She had never seen it which meant it would be part of a new humiliation the Count wanted her to experience. Ivan roughly grabbed Alsbeta's hair to pull her head towards him. He smelled of alcohol and grave dirt. He tied the blindfold over her eyes, and then there was darkness. Alsbeta felt his hand squeeze her cheeks and force her mouth open. Ivan's scent was almost unbearable. This close and Alsbeta struggled to not react to it, which would have earned her a punishment. An object was pushed into her mouth, that Alsbeta guessed was the metal ring. Ivan buckled it behind her head and then let her lie there. The ring pushed her mouth open to an uncomfortable degree. As Alsbeta lay there, her mind began to settle slowly on why exactly such a thing had been buckled into her mouth. So pretty, my little whore. Ivan wheezed as he took the sight of her in. The fact that his unwashed cock was not down her throat meant the Count had not given him permission to use her for which she thanked any god that would listen to the prayers of a creature like her. Instead he closed her coffin lid again and began to lift her onto a cart. She felt herself being wheeled down one of the castle's cobwebbed corridors. Her mouth ached and she knew it would only become worse as the night went on. Ivan unloaded her with the help of some of the rat things. They chittered and laughed to each other in their strange language as they moved their captive. She was lowered and then heard the upper portion lid of her coffin lid open again, leaving her exposed from the waist up. A shivering little thing with nipples hard from the cold on full display, drooling on herself because of the ring in her mouth. She felt several groups of hands fondle her breasts and, just as she thought she could take no more, felt the wet tongue of one of the rat things lick her face. Olsbeta stayed perfectly still, as she had been trained, not reacting despite how much she wanted to. One of the rat things spit in her open mouth and laughed. The others all uttered screeching laughs, and she felt spit from several more land on her face. And then Alsbeta was left to wait in silence and darkness for her count. Alsbeta had no way of knowing how much time passed. She remained upright in her coffin gagged, blindfolded, nothing with her but the spiders. She eventually heard voices, that of the count and those belonging to what she assumed were her guests. She could not hear what they were saying and had no right to know. She was an object owned completely and totally by the Count to be used, dominated, humiliated or ignored as he saw fit. She heard a heavy door swing open and heard what sounded like the footsteps of several people. Here she is, Alsbeta heard the Count say. As promised, little Alsbeta to be used throughout the evening as you see fit. Her mouth eagerly awaits attention from each of you. If she could form words she would thank you after serving you. But as you can see Ivan has made sure she is completely open to each new experience the night will bring. Laughter. She heard one set of footsteps approach her. She felt hairy hands caress her face, 
hands that ended in sharp claws that Alsbetta worried might scratch her and make the count upset with her. She heard heavy panting and then felt a cock thrust deeply into her mouth. The furred hands gripped her by her hair tightly, forcing her head up and down the shaft. The owner of the cock howled and panted as he pushed further and further into her mouth and throat. For her part Alsbetta used her tongue to caress him, drool and pre-cum dribbling from her mouth to her chin. She needed this. She was hungry. Neither the Count nor anyone else had explained a certain peculiarity to her until she found herself living with it. There is a certain ritual from a cuneiform tablet which, if performed before the creation of a female vampire will cause her not to subsist on blood but on semen. The effect it had on her was similar to how she had heard people in her mortal life describe the poppy plant. She grew sedate, euphoric and most of all filled with a hunger for more. Her head banged roughly against the coffin behind her as the thing using her began to thrust more and more wildly. She heard a final piercing howl and felt streams of cum shoot into her throat. Thank the nice wolf, the count said chuckling. Thief-thief-thief-thief-thief-thief-thief-thief-thief-thief-thief. You see her she managed from behind her gag, feeling saliva and semen fall from her mouth to her neck and breasts. She then felt liquid drip down her legs and recognized how badly she wanted more. Moshi mumbled. What's that? The count asked teasingly. Mo, pleaf I ned mo she managed pleaf. Mo cock pleaf. Pleaf stress mo cock. She felt the count's strong hands stroke her hair. Over the rest of the night she serviced cock after cock. She knew my texture and taste that not all of them are human. Some slimy appendages from fish creatures. One desiccated cock that tasted of Arabian perfumes and ancient death. And at least one all's better thought may have belonged to an actual demon from hell. After each she begged for more, her entire body aching for more seed from more men. At one point she heard the sound of someone brought to her on a heavy chain leash. The perfume and cruel laughter told Olsbetta this was her eldest sister, Magdalena. Magdalena floated up in the air and positioned herself on Olsbetta's face, cold chain trailing over Olsbetta's stomach and breasts as she did so. Magdalena tore the ring from Olsbetta's mouth and cackled and began to rub her cadaver's cunt over Olsbetta's mouth over and over, moaning with pleasure. As Magdalena pleasured herself, Olsbetta felt a mouth lick and bite at her tender nipples. Olsbetta moaned in ecstasy, from beneath the cunt greedily dominating her mouth. She licked hungrily at the slit as she heard the creatures around her jeer. She felt herself covered in semen, felt it dripping on her face and chest, but did not care. She needed more, always more. Finally the night ended. Spent, exhausted, covered in juices from all types of devils and monsters, Olsbetta stood in her coffin panting. Good girl, little Beta. She heard the count in tone. Thank you my count. You have made your count very proud. Each of my guests left your chamber happy. He gently kissed her forehead. You are my good girl, my Beta. Thank you my count. You may sleep in my coffin with me tonight, little one. At my feet. She sighed with delight thank you my count. You have one more man, however, to please before I use you myself. She froze. She smelled the telltale sense of grave dirt and cheap vodka. Ivan, the count yelled to his manservant. You may now have your turn. Olsbetta forgot her place and let out a scream as she heard the heavy breathing above her. Then Ivan's cock entered her mouth and she could think of nothing more than earning his seed. That was one hot story from our friend. Make sure to rate and subscribe to be notified for future uploads. Thank you to the Patreons that help this podcast run smoothly. You have been listening to our Friends Erotic Stories.